Scott Anderson is here with us today, and I'm so stoked because there's a new Finger Eleven album finally on the way. Scott, welcome back to the White House of Rock. Thank you very much for having me. So how long has it been since the last Finger Eleven record? Uh, it's too scary to count. I, at least three years. At least three years. It, I want to say almost four. It, it seems like a lot longer than that. Was Living in a, Living in a Dream, is that the last lead single? Uh, yeah. Yep, okay. it was. You guys seem to take a lot of time between <laughs> records. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we do. And I'm not sure if that's by design, if that's how it works, but I think a lot of people really don't understand the cycle that a band kind of goes through. You know, there's writing, recording, release of the record, touring, and then what? It's the and then what that I'm kind of curious. What happens? Yeah. Well, uh, there's, you know, you finish the tour and then you, you got to start over again and it's time to kind of, I, I guess, reinvigorate the band and come up with some ideas and we do come up with a lot but you know you got to get through a bunch that are just okay and then maybe either trash them or yeah. improve them what we tend to do is like if we've written 30 songs we'll do every single one of those songs over like at least four or five times and make really elaborate demos and then things start to shape up where yeah. you're like okay well this batch of songs is like nice and i don't know there's like a theme present or something so we'll just do that over and over and over. We'll go up to a cottage and we'll, you know, try to write and refine old ideas and then come up with newer ideas. Yep. And then just keep doing that until somebody tells us, hey, man, I think you have enough here to make, you know, to, to put stuff out. Uh, so I think we take our time and we've never taken advantage of any momentum. And that's, I mean, look, that's on us. But there's... There's a quality control issue there, and then there's like a pace of labor issue. So I don't know. Is uh, it changed over the years? I mean, it's been almost like 20 years, I it, guess. It hasn't. I mean, you would you'd think we would listen to like people wiser than us. Like guys, you got to capitalize. You got to you know, the iron's been hot a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you basically just all the band cares about is because we got to go out and tour it. Like we have to be proud of the record. So you can't rush those aspects. You know, so that's it takes far too long. Maybe it'll get shorter in the years to come. I, I hope so. What I'm hearing from about this record is that this is one of these things where you kind of started and then one idea spawned another and then the newer things that you were writing were better than the ones you started with or something like that. Is... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and we we definitely, you know, you get excited about the new idea when you're in a band. But, yeah, the uh, the material seemed to be like, okay. You write the song and then it, it lives with you for a week and like it's got that new car, you know, shine. Yeah. Then after a while, you're like, okay, maybe you know this this idea is still sticking around. This is great. So we would maybe redo it or build the middle part or kind of, you know, refine it almost to too fine a point where there was a lot of polish on it. You know, it's like it's hard to know when to step back, uh, but that's where a guy like Dave Cobb comes in and. He listened to the demos and he was like, "Okay, well, these are great, but we're gonna like we're gonna sit in a room, and we're just gonna pretend it's like you know we're just gonna hang out like in the you know mom's basement and just see what comes up. You know, we're gonna we're gonna take these songs and maybe you know take the shellac off of them. And you know, he's very interested yeah. in getting a band to sound as live as possible in the studio. Do you write songs for yourselves or?" Are, are are you conscious of of the sound of music today? When you when you write music, do you write it that this is Finger Eleven music, or are you thinking about consciously writing something that 
you know, is going to sound great on the radio today because things have changed. I yeah. mean, over all these years, like, we can talk about the, the several different waves of music, and it's not the same as it was when, when Tip first came out. Nope, it's not. Um, I, I mean, I hear the radio, and I hear a whole bunch of stuff that I really enjoy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's, I, that's not exactly what we sound like. But um, to try to chase, you know, that sound, I, we've, we've never done that. For me, it's, it's like, okay, let's, let's write what's, what we think is good. Yeah. And then we'll have to sort of answer for that. You know, but if we do that and we please ourselves as a band, then we can at least stand behind it and go like, well, you know, you take it or leave it. Hopefully, you know, maybe you don't like it now or and, and later on you can come around to it. But at least we can, you know, we got to tour it for like two years. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, for us, I think the, the it was clear, the batch of songs we chose, okay, well, we're going to make this time around, we're going to make a pretty heavy rock record. And we were we were happy about that. Like some of the slower songs, like there were some ballads, they just didn't make it. Yeah. Like maybe they'll make it on something else. But it was like, oh, okay, we have enough ideas and songs here that we can just make a really strong rock record. Won't that be cool? Won't that be awesome? Let's do that. Yeah. You uh, talked about going up to the cottage to write this record. Uh, Woodshedding, I mean, it's funny, you write a hard record up at the cottage. It hardly seems imaginable, you know what I mean? But if you change it up where you guys get together when you write? Yeah, yeah. Um, is, okay, I guess you say, is, is, it a, is it a deliberate process? This is not one of those things where, hey, we've been apart for six months, eight months, let's everybody get together and bring in our ideas, or do you start from, you know, right from zero and start from there? Well, there's, there's two things, right? There's like the home-brewed ideas, like the home studio stuff, where James will get all these, you know, a million tracks and, you know, come up with these, you know, big soundscapes, and then Rick will mess with it. And then they'll they'll show it to me, you know, because I'm in Burlington. I can't possibly drive all the way to Toronto. Yeah, um, it's just too far. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll mess with we'll we'll mess with that stuff using technology. But it's just not the same. We have to get together. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the excuse to go like rent a nice cottage and then work on ideas and possibly have like a little bit of fun together and like you know sure. start up the boys club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like so the that's the. That process takes a long time, you know, and it's it's fun to get that sort of kernel out. Like if I've got an idea lyrically, it takes me a couple days before I have the conviction to send it. You know, I'd really I'd rather send naked pictures of myself on it. You know what I mean? It's like I need to have this idea kind of well thought out and like, okay, does this work with the music? Okay. I like it just enough to show the guys, you know, and hopefully I have something here and hopefully respond to it. And then, so if if they respond to that, then we've got this kernel of an idea, and then we you know get together and you know make it a real song. Okay, so we have a, a new album called Five Crooked Lines. Um, what does that mean? Well, that came from the song I was writing uh, of the same name, where it was kind of getting at you know fate and fortune and how fragile those things are but you know if you put five crooked lines together they make a star okay so i mean that can you know at, at, you know from a certain angle it's like oh it's just a bundle of sticks and but can also like be you know the a really cool you know symbol of success and i don't know i i just got really uh i just started thinking about Wow, we've been doing this for a while, and it's it's nice to kind of get your wish, but it's you know it can all go away in a second. And I thought that was a neat. I I I just like acknowledging that. I I I feel like 
really blessed to be able to keep doing this, but I know you can't take any of this, you know, any luck or, you know, blessed situation that you have in your life, you can't take any of that for granted. Okay. I have to ask you a question that it comes up all the time, and I'm not going to go to the Wikipedia entry, but I want you to step <laughs> back and tell me, where did you come up with the name Finger Eleven? <laughs> this is the... <laughs> You know, one of these days I'm going to give, like, the world's most satisfying answer to this to this question. <laughs> Maybe it's today. Because I read it and I went, ah, there's got to be more to it than what I'm reading. And, other, you know, anybody can edit those entries right. in Wikipedia, so you've got to be careful not to take them at face value. Right. Here's a couple things. Um, back in the Rainbow Bump Monkey days, yeah. okay, we were, we were working on a second record, and we were like, oh, this music is different. It's changing. We must acknowledge this change. It it behooves us. Like okay. this is it's our responsibility to you know look. That's how seriously we were taking ourselves back then. I mean, it was very important. So we changed it, and we thought, okay, I, there was a lyric that I had found in a song called "Thin Spirits," which is off the Tip album. Yeah. And I was singing it in the studio, and the guys were like, "Oh, that's really cool. You said something about Finger Eleven pointing the other way." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just talking about kind of going on your own path, like following your own star. This this type of thing. Like, who cares what anybody else says? You got to follow your passion." And the room lit up. The guys were like, "Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. That's, you know, this that's the whole reason we've changed our name, and that's the whole, you know, this, this is a whole new direction. Let's 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 go with that." Okay. And that was the end of the discussion. I think then we went out to dinner. Okay. Uh, that's how it went down. Now. That's not everybody's immediate interpretation of the band. Yeah, okay. It really isn't, to my eternal surprise. <laughs> so, so I just, but, I had to ask because right. it still bugs now, me. Now, well, that's that's the truth. You know, okay. it was a re- it was really, it's almost overly an earnest thing. It was like, let's just do our own thing. But the other thing, nobody believes me that uh, we decided like on our own volition to change our, our whole thing. Uh, everybody thinks, oh, you've got like, oh, it's too bad that like the label told you to like change or like they've all, they've got it all figured out. And then I trot out this huge speech about no, no, no. We, it was, we felt like <laughs> a responsibility to, to, to let people know. And they just, I don't know if they accept the story or not. It's like, well, I'm sorry the truth isn't good enough for you, but that's, <laughs> that's, I, I lived it. I was there, you know. But, wow. Okay. I, I want I want to get you to tell me the story about your new single, which is uh, "Wolves and Doors." But uh, before we go, um, you guys are were the Rainbow Bob Monkeys mm-hmm. and were winners of Rock Search way back when. And I, I guess I'm going to ask you for some sage advice for bands that are kind of trying to make their way today. We're in the middle of a Rock Search contest right now, and if I guess my question is, if you're if you had to give any one or two pieces of advice to an emerging band, what would they be? I would say you've really got to enjoy what you're doing. You know, like passion's the key. Um, You know, if you keep doing, you know, the, the thing you like to do with your friends, then everything else will fall into place. And, uh, so don't do it for any other reason than that. Mm -hmm. And, um, have a lot of fun. That's exactly what rock and roll is about. And that's going to, if, you, if you're on stage and you're into it and you're having fun and it's working, then that's going to radiate all the way through to the back of the room for everybody at your show. All right. If you had some 
business advice to give to a band? Would it be dealing either with managers or legal or all that kind of crap? Because that is an area that most guys are working it out in the basement and are playing weekends and stuff like that. They never think about yeah. that side of the business, and yet it's it, it can be make or break for you. Um, early on, I think we felt like some loyalty to some people that uh, you know that caused us problems. Uh, later on. So my advice would be, you know, be loyal to the band and don't feel like you're being backed up in any kind of corner at all. I, you know, don't sign anything until you're absolutely comfortable with it. You're in the driver's seat. You know, you guys, you know, you're, you've got the power until you sign it over to somebody else. So be, be really, really cautious. Be overly cautious. Don't feel like you owe anybody anything. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the new record. First thing, new album is called uh, Five Crooked Lines. Nice. And when is the album coming out? It comes out uh, July, mid-July. Mid-July, okay. So new single we have right now. Uh, tell me about Wolves and Doors. Uh, Wolves and Doors came pretty late uh, as, an, uh, as an addition to the, to the roster of songs we had to choose from. And it started with a blank page like all of them do, but that's kind of what I started writing about, like how scary that is and starting that creative process. And then, you know, what what are you going to get out of it? What do you think people might want you to write about? And, like, should you be asking yourselves those questions? Yeah, yeah. And then once it's finished, well, that's just as scary as finishing it. It's like, okay, well, then what next? You know, and so there was just the anxiety of the, that, that creative process that kind of, I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool idea. I should I should sort of skew the song. I should write about that. You know, for me, it's uh, it's different, and yet it's still Finger Eleven, and uh, that's a credit to you guys in the band. Last question: uh, touring. What's new? What's next? Uh, the schedule's filling up. We're doing some stuff in the states. We're going to uh, hopefully tour throughout this year and next year. I mean, it's kind of we're a band that does like to tour, so I really hope you can you know take the time and come out to see us live. Uh, it's our thing. We'd love to do it. Yeah. And we'll be busy up until the next year or so, you know, making this new record work live. Next time we talk, we're going to talk about road stories. Well, I remember me, I remember introducing you one time at a show in Buffalo, and you were just coming off the back of an Aussie tour, I think. <laughs> so I got to hear some road stories from you. But once again, thank you, Scott Anderson, Finger Eleven, new album, new single. Awesome. Thank you.